1: Guys, you have no idea how much I love Megan. Like, I she's she's the fucking best. (laughs)
0: Literally. I like we do this every time we record. We're like, oh hey yeah, let's let's talk for a fucking ever before we record, and the whole time is basically of just us being like, you're no, you're better, you're awesome, no, <laughs> you're, you're the awesome. best.
1: No, you're awesome. It's literally just a love bomb fest before it we is. get on these things. It's, it's, just, it's
0: you, hey, you got great taste. You've got great. You taste. You got good
1: taste. What are you talking about? My <laughs> taste is shit compared to yours. Like, compared to yours, my my, you It makes me lime green jello that you have better taste than me. <laughs> God damn it!
0: <laughs> yeah, our our media conversations would make like twelve year olds uh, who are like dating sound normal. Like, oh yeah, fuck those kids. I love you so much. And me and Julian are like, no, 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 you're you're the man. No, you're you're the you're man.
1: the fucking man. You're the fucking man. Cause, <laughs> but look, look, because we got it. We got a very exciting show. Well, number one, a uh, special surprise for you guys. Uh, if you're watching the video, if this ever makes YouTube, like, I mean, yeah, I have to give this to someone, but. <laughs> You'll notice that I am not in my home. There's no pops. There's no artwork. There's no display cases. I am in a hotel room, a very tiny one at that. I am at, in New York City. Coming to you live from New York City. For the <laughs> one first half time of us. Ever. First time ever in New York yeah. City. Like, my dream city. And it's everything, it's living up to it. Like, it's really living up to it. Because uh, I am at New York Comic Con right now. And it, I've just finished day one. And it is fantastic so if you're listening to this podcast when it comes out it is officially day two of comic-con so if you're walking the floor just know that i am on the floor with you in spirit and literally physically so <laughs> enjoy that thought maybe you're looking at me while you're listening to this podcast right now who knows uh anything could happen in the multiverse <laughs> <So> <laughs> <That's I'm> just... <laughs> but it's exciting I've, I've had so much fun today i bought a lot of shit I bought a lot of shit. I should oh my probably shouldn't All us. the
0: stuff that you just told me you bought sounds so fucking cool, though, man. It,
1: no, it really is fucking cool. Like, <sighs> I, I bought something, and Star really thought, like, somebody stole our, our car. <laughs> she texted me and said, like, oh, my God, there was a big purchase. And I was like, yeah, that was that was me. And mean. she was, oh, Justified, yeah. though. It was totally just,
0: justified. No,
1: pretty, pretty justified. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to justify, like, putting it in the house. I have nowhere to put it. In the box, even more so. So, and I can't throw away the box, because last time I pour up my gambit box and people are still talking to me about that but <laughs> uh but no got us some really great shit met some really great people it's really great meeting you guys uh who listen to this podcast so thank you so much for the love and support for me and megan it's been it's just it's just been wild it's been fucking wild and i can't wait to do it again tomorrow uh tomorrow's gonna be a big fucking day but uh I mean, yeah Juju,
0: you're out here like living the dream and like as i as i've said a million times Nobody in the world deserves this more than you. Mm-hmm. Anybody. The next uh, SmackDown video on Juju's page is going to be Megan guest starring. Uh, <laughs> uh, excuse me. You don't know what that word Excuse me.
1: <laughs> She's uh, <laughs> Megan is my little protector. Like real yes. talk. She's like yeah. she she gets in front of me and just like
0: what what like what you it's gonna do? Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Say something else. Say something else. Mm. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the chance. I'm just waiting.
1: But I appreciate you for <laughs> it. There goes that love bombing we were talking about. Exactly. <laughs> can't
0: help ourselves. We can't help ourselves. But, but there's so much but, excitement.
1: So much excitement. I would love to like get into like what's happening at Comic-Con. But you guys can watch the New York Comic-Con TikTok for that. Just check my TikTok. Check that yeah. one. What we want to talk about, we were literally talking about this right before we hit record. Megan looked me in my eyes through the camera, but I felt it like in my eyes.
0: Yeah, it was in your soul.
1: It was in my soul. I felt mm-hmm. it. And you said, have you seen Squid Game? and i said fucking yeah i just finished <laughs> it like 2 3 days ago
0: i just finished it today like oh! i was
1: like yeah yeah <laughs> see so this this was just meant to be cuz remember i asked you last time i was like did you watch squid game yet and you yes. was like nah and i was like fuck but now Dude. now it's on it's Ugh. fucking on
0: and i've seen already i've seen like 25 advertisements on tiktok because people are like oh everybody's going to dress up as squid game for halloween yeah i mean <laughs> i wouldn't blame been, them
1: It's it's a fucking rad ass costume slash cosplay. It's fucking it's rad. Like it's iconic at this point. Yeah, and so easy too. Like minimal effort.
0: Plus you can wear a mask underneath. So, you know.
1: Exactly. So but let can we like get we'll get into Squid Game, we'll talk non spoilers right now for a good little while and then we'll get into our full spoiler talk because we're going to have to do full spoilers and we're going to put that on our patreon because we know we've been skipping on the patreon content but thank you so much for subscribing to it anyway but just know we're getting better at that
0: and i'm so sorry we we said that we've been talking about setting up a patreon for so long and then we did finally it. we're like let's do it but mm-hmm. it actually happened to be like the worst timing ever because you a lot of shit go happened disney i was going on vacation then it turns out like your shit was blowing up now you're Ta-dam. in new york new york comic-con it, yeah. it's yeah we're but fucking we are, busy y'all. yeah we're absolutely um we love you guys and we uh are we have big 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 plans um yes for, for the patreon so we don't first want one
1: hanging. this this squid game Po- yes. the, the Squid Game spoiler review. So, like, let's get into the non-spoilers. Talk about the shit. I want to know your thoughts. Like, you just finished it today. Yeah. I want to know like your immediate thoughts about the series. What do you think?
0: So immediate thoughts. Like, I literally i <laughs> I started watching episode one. And mm. I was like, I'm gonna put this on. I, I had intentionally avoided all information about it. I never watched a trailer or anything like that. I just okay. heard everybody Same. started talking about Squid Game and comparing it to like you know Battle Royale, that kind of yes. stuff. I was like, Hungry okay, this, Games. this sounds interesting. Right. Um, and then I put it on and I I watched the first four and a half episodes straight. Like mm-hmm. I just I did not go to sleep and I would have like I was literally I, I was sitting there on my couch, uh, like my eyes. We're like closing for like two seconds at a time for blinks, <laughs> but I would open them up. I was like, "You are not going to sleep. We, we yeah, got to power yeah. through this." Yeah, so addicting. Like I generally think that the Netflix that Netflix is um, doing itself a disservice by sticking to the binge model. Um, yeah, yeah, that's my personal opinion. But for selfish reasons, I was super super glad that I could binge every single episode of this show.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No. Honestly, like like uh, the binge model is cool like specifically you know we talk about like the marvel netflix shows like those are made to be binge because they feel yeah. like they feel like movies just longer and cut into like, you know 8 to 13 specific parts whereas yeah. like squid game i can see myself watching that on a weekly basis and then that generating a conversation after every episode yes you know there and was- that was it was so much to talk about like after every episode but you and know, they had like, a couple of good
0: it. cliffhanger episodes too that would have been really yeah. like that would have had people talking like yes. a lot. And I yes. this is one thing that I criticize Netflix for. Oh my
1: gosh, I can't that, wait to get into spoilers because there's one that I'm like <laughs> oh, that yeah. one cliffhanger was. Oh anyway. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. But yeah, yeah. so Netflix, um, like they they they're still I think pretty untouchable in the in the streaming yeah. um, model, and you know they put out some great content. But yeah, I, just feel I can't like I
1: can't say if it's untouchable or not, because <laughs> I might be working for one of them right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You uh yeah. Nef- just, Netflix it, is
1: alright. I, I, I,
0: I, <laughs> I you funny. know I think a lot of their like I'm super excited. A lot of stuff you talked about with Tidom, like I'm super excited for next mm-hmm. season of Umbrella Academy. Like there's yes. a lot coming up. The new Sandman yes. series Cowboy have,
1: Bebop. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They've put out such good stuff. But I do think that Netflix, um They haven't really adapted well to all the rise in competitors for streaming services because Uh like HBO Max is now a major player. Disney Plus is a major player and they both work on the week to week model. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Netflix. I didn't put Amazon
1: up there too. Just like a little bit of Amazon stuff. The Amazon Studios movies are like better than Netflix movies if you ask me. Yeah. You know, not, well, Well, the ones that they put out for Oscar season are better yeah, than true, Netflix True, true, yeah. Not all of them are great. Sorry, Cinderella. Um, but
0: just, <laughs> Had to be said. Had to be said. <laughs> um, but, like, I just don't – Like, Netflix, I would not have known about Squid Game at all if it hadn't yeah. blown up. Like, if yeah. people on the internet hadn't started talking about it, they don't do any marketing and they just put so much out. There was none. I wish that they would focus more because sometimes I'll hear about something and I'll be like, wow, I got to watch this. And I go on Netflix and it's like hard for me to find it. I'm like, why is this not like the first thing?
1: Yeah. Netflix. uh, What I like about Netflix is that they're very in tune with the conversation around their show. So if something does start to blow up. You know, they started that new um, top 10 list, like top 10 in the US, like top 10 on Netflix. And now the Squid Game is blowing up. Squid Game is at the top. It's, like, number one. Yeah. And and now it's very, very visible. But before Squid Game was, you know, known, it, yeah. I never seen it. I never seen anything for it. I didn't see a commercial, no trailer, no nothing. Yeah. But it was the meme machine that really got it going. Exactly. The memes to me, meme, and we, we talked about this all throughout Comic-Con, is, like, memes are the engine that kind of make or break certain pieces of media, Uh an example is the B movie you know like nobody get the B movie is i'm sorry dreamworks like it's not good it's stupid oh, it's like i had a whole so video about bad. it it's so bad but the and reason the why terrible. it came out after fucking like i think how to train your dragon why does it look like this it's but so- so bad. so bad but people love it because it's it's that bad and the memes make it good and so and not saying like squid game is good because the memes make it good but it's so easily it's it's easy to have a conversation about it hence it's easy to make memes about it. And yeah. when you see it, you get curious about the memes are so good and so funny. You get curious and then you want to see what the hype is about. Yeah. So it's not even like almost like reviews of the show, even though the reviews are staggeringly positive. Yeah, It's just the fact that people are willing to join in on the conversation. And then yeah. those the people who are listening are, oh, I want to get on in on it too. And it's so, doubly
0: impressive that it's a foreign language production and people are yes. still this hyped about it because, God, yes. it is so fun. Difficult to get Americans to read subtitles. Oh my
1: god! And you know what, man? Like, we we already know the anime community is all about like sub versus dub, sub versus dub. What do you do if you don't? If you're doing dubbed, then you suck. It's like no, but like (laughs) any any, way
0: you want to enjoy it, any way you want to
1: enjoy is great. And honestly, Mm -hmm. I've been reading subtitles in american-made films too because yeah i catch things and i find it a lot more helpful than if i was if i was to rely on my own hearing because my own hearing is pretty shit i'm starting to realize <laughs> but uh with uh squid game i feel like squid game now is coming at a perfect time where korean cinema is being so accepted around the world right now yeah. like we've seen like obviously everyone loves train to busan like everyone yeah. loves parasite everyone loves squid game you know what I'm saying? Korean cinema is so fucking good. Yeah. You know, it's so good and they have and it, they have their own distinct style. The thing with Squid Game that I love is that yeah, you can compare it to Battle Royale, you can compare it to Hunger Games, but the thing that separates both of those is that it has that inner layer. It has that layer of comedy to it. Yeah. Where you're not only is it extremely funny but it's extremely dark. One of my favorite things ever, like my buddy went to see para- a screening of Parasite where uh, Bong Joon-ho was there doing a Q&A and he was explaining his like process for the movie. And he said that he likes to make movies that make you laugh and keep you laughing. He likes to make movies that you can like enjoy and have a good time. But by the end of the movie, I want you to feel like you have a cut on your leg that you don't know where it came from. You were having a good time. You look down. Holy shit, there's a fucking gash in my leg. Where did that come from? I mean, and that,
0: that, in a nutshell, is Parasite to me. It's
1: it's Parasite. It's Parasite. Yeah. It's extremely funny. But then when shit gets real, it gets fucking real.
0: Yeah, and you're like, wait a minute. When wait a me, minute. When did it turn into this?
1: And it, and it, even when it gets really real, there are still moments where it's pretty still fucking funny. Like, yeah. Like, again, if you haven't seen Parasite, sorry. It came out a couple years ago now. <laughs> but the fucking orange um allergy first off oh, she peach. took some orange yeah. the peach the peach mm-hmm. she takes the peaches and just rubs them on their face I'm, i know some people do have bad peach allergies i thought that shit was funny as fuck Dude, because it's hilarious because the way they set up that whole thing like, oh yeah i'm gonna take some peach fuzz i'm a. am gonna blow it even and give like you a the minor the, the, pap- the
0: napkin in the trash and like how the wife like faints i mean it's the like, way his face looks comedy. when
1: he shows the the <laughs> bloody like thing like oh it's funny it's funny and, yeah. but then like but then you get into like the conversations about class and you know the, just mm-hmm. the whole like class conversation in Korea in general. And Squid Game tackles that.
0: Squid Game does such a good Squid job. Squid Game it. does a
1: good job tackling that and a bunch of other things at the same time. Like it so, reminds
0: me, like you were talking about Korean cinema, and it really does Korean cinema is having a moment, and I think that maybe yeah. maybe it's because Korea is at a place right now that is and I say this knowing very little about the current geopolitical state of right. South Korea
1: but right. <laughs> I'm just right.
0: assuming from you know the context of the cinema that I've been watching it reminds me of like, you know, uh, people talk about great American novelists and, and these mm-hmm. people making incredibly, uh, you know, deep and nuanced works like at, at the turn of the century, like Fitzgerald mm-hmm. um, and Hemingway, you know, like all, all these people. And it, I, I think that a lot of that is due to the fact that like the circumstances around that time, the Industrial Revolution, followed right, by like right. the Great Depression, like it like culminated in this this perfect moment where people could really touch on, like, the essence of what it is to be alive and what yes. it is to be alive in, like, the, the modern age. And I think that modern-day Korean cinema is really capturing that because there's this staunch wealth divide yeah. in South Korea that... We have here too, but it seems like it's a lot. It seems like it's more surface level in Korea than it is here. Um, People are
1: living in the fucking basement. In yeah, Korea. <laughs> yeah. The basement I mean, housing is a thing. It
0: resonates with us here too, but it's like like Korea's. It just feels like it's very much of the moment, and right. they're they're really tapping into something like primal. It feels like.
1: Yeah, yeah. Speaking of fucking like primal, like there's some shit that goes down in suicide that uh, in Squid Game that just dude it, 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 it takes it takes all these characters and it strips them of their I hate to say the cliche it strips them of their humanity, but it just kind of strips them of their basic kind of like what's the word uh, morality. It strips yeah. them of their morality because at the end of the day, and it's like every it's like every game show type of situation where there can only be one. It's fucking Highlander. And they set it up in a way where everybody has a reason to want this money. Like everyone's in debt. It's like, what are you willing to do to be that one that gets the money? And, you know, yeah. we see these things where it's like, oh, let's team up. Like, let's team up. But I hate, I, re- my one, one of my gripes with uh, the Squid Game, and again, no spoilers, is that when it comes to the idea of teaming up, it's smart for sure for the short term because it's like you're stronger together than you are alone and, you know, you get to where you need to go. But when characters start to talk about like, oh, we'll get out of here together, I'm like, shut up <laughs> like you know you know that's not possible like you know that and, and that this kind of like robs me of the realism a little bit because like you you guys should know on some level that that's not how this is gonna go down I and I was just I, like a like tiny tiny gripe
0: well see and I, I I loved that aspect of it because I do think that I think that it feels unrealistic to us because we've been conditioned by things like reality television where we see people coming in there like that i didn't come here to make friends attitude yeah, you know yeah, yeah but i feel like this this it really does i the whole throughout the entire show i really felt you know our protagonists struggle to yeah. like hold on to his humanity while also being yes. put in these impossibly difficult situations because yes this is a philosophical conversation that i've had so many times where people will say something to me like oh well i would i would never uh <laughs> under any circumstances do anything like that i would never hurt anybody else i would never yeah uh, i would never no. let somebody else be hurt and i'm like listen if you until you are in the situation, in that situation where you yeah. have a, a gun in your face or something Literally. If, somebody, <laughs> if somebody is telling you i'm gonna shoot it something like really horrible like a child or like a, a woman or something or yep. you you cannot say oh i would definitely say shoot me in your yeah, little no. hypothetical situation on your couch no. like no. human there's there's something primal in our brains fight or flight you know survival and as much as we like to vilify <sighs> people who do horrible things for their own survival i like to think that i would be a person who you know is able to say don't hurt I like somebody to think else that too. But yeah. I, I can't I mean no one can say for sure until they're in that situation because yeah. our, our base our base instinct is to survive. That's just it. No, I feel yeah. Like this show was just such an interesting examination on how you reconcile that when you're put in this situation, this horrible yeah. situation, you know?
1: Yeah. And I like I like that you said that it strips them it, it takes them down to their basic instinct to survive, right? It's yeah that's that's literally all we we are just animals when you yeah. really think we are animals that just have some extra dlc on it we we just have extra downloadable content in our brains <laughs> that allowed us to make houses and Form democracies yeah. and fucking like exchange money and shit Collect like that, but a bunch
0: at, of useless stuff that we like.
1: You know exactly. Spend literally money that you probably shouldn't on shit at Comic Con. <laughs> you know, or have like, just like
0: a whole wall full of shit that you don't it, actually need. You know,
1: it looks like it's getting bigger. By the way, it is. So I, my, <laughs> I, could up. <laughs> see, I could tell you're adding Ready to go up. See, I could tell you. See, I love. I love seeing it progress uh, throughout <laughs> our friendship, but at the end of the day when shit really like comes down to and Joker said this shit not that I'm advocating for the Joker yeah. you know people are fucking animals and you know when it comes down to it they're going to look out for number one and they're going to pretty much just want to survive and what will you do to survive but what I liked about what you said is that there's a there's a battle in that phrase because they're not only are they doing it to survive, but there's that extra layer of if they do survive, they get a lot of money, which is what they're originally there for. Yeah. So it's so you're so and the thing what and I'm, again, we'll get into this in spoilers, but there's a choice that you're making. Are you really here to survive or are you doing this because of money? And that's a terrifying thought. Are you willing to die yeah. for money? You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're surviving so you can get the money. Or are you trying to survive just so you can live another day? You know what I'm saying? So there, there, there's we see moments where, you know, people can just say, fuck the money, like, you know, fuck the money. I want my life, even if it's a shitty life where I'm in debt and shit like that. I'll deal with that, like as long as I can be alive. But then people who make the choice not to live a life like that in order to get into this horrible situation. It's a very interesting philosophical conversation of what are you truly living for, and then you know again i like to tie things back to soul because i do think soul was like really really deep
0: dude soul was amazing
1: the idea of life is to live right whether you are in a shitty living situation you're living still it's a gift take that but we see characters say fuck this living situation i'm willing to do anything including murder almost get murdered and be murdered if it's a chance to have this money and i find that so fascinating.
0: Well, it's also really interesting because it it's so it has so many layers. Like it is such an incredible social commentary because it does tackle like our baseline humanity survival instinct. But it also like and, and this is something that's been talked about, um, particularly in a lot of Asian cultures like Japan and South Korea, um, yeah. where like the work culture and the success culture is so ingrained that if like it's it it is such a weight on a lot of people like the suicide rate is astronomically yeah. high in countries like yeah. Japan because there's just so much pressure to be successful and it ties into your self-worth and like yeah. your the societal expectations that come with it and the way that society sees you because of that and so there there's a character in the show that seems um kind of heartless because Uh it's like is he just doing this all for the money (laughs) but it's it's interesting when you tie when you look at it in the context of like you know he's constantly referred to as like a golden boy and Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. all of the weight all of the societal weight that that comes with and like the decision to like i i think you know he lays it out several times that like he would he would rather die than, yeah. than leave with the money because well. it's just, and you know, like we'll, we'll get more into that later, but we'll get more into it. And yeah. and I think that that's, I think that that's really fascinating too, because it's yeah. money is more metaphorical than anything else. And, and the, the yeah. show really, really gets very nuanced in its a- yes. analysis of like what, what it means to have wealth in our society. Yeah. Um, But it's just, it's really interesting because we can sit here and think there is nothing more valuable than your life. What are you, crazy? Like, get out of this situation, you idiot.
1: (laughs) But. (laughs) But.
0: That's, I mean, for some people the pressure the pressure of society is it doesn't even greater reality for them yeah
1: yeah yeah and the character the character that you're talking about like i i I laughed a couple times because i know exactly who you're talking about yeah Um, (laughs) and i i cannot wait to tell you the nickname that i've been calling him because i was in the (laughs) middle so star didn't watch it with me she watched the first episode and then she just fell off of it and then she started to watch love and hip-hop so i was she was on her computer watching that Ever was hogging the TV with Paw Patrol, and I was watching Squid Game on my computer, just binging the whole thing. And Star just leaned over to me and said, that character has been dubbed by Twitter to be this name. And I can't wait to tell you this name. I have been calling (laughs) him this name for, like, ever. It's perfect for him. But even with that character, again, it goes to the interesting conversation of he would rather die than have the money. But then, you know, some people are too cowardly to die like you know you know how like, there's some people who die and you know if they if they really truly believe in the i would rather die than go back to where i was living there are those certain characters that will literally sit back let death happen and be like good game you know yeah. good game cool like i tried you know i ain't going back to that shit. this is what i chose i'm happy and we see that happen with some characters right they just yeah. sit back and they just go hey i played the game and i lost we out so you have this yeah. you have a character who's like oh yeah i'd rather die than go back to what i'm doing but then when he's faced with death in the face then you see his whole demeanor switch he's like oh you know throwing tantrums like running away you know shit like that yeah and it's like, oh i i thought that you know i thought that you would rather die well yeah. here you know and then they end up doing even more reprehensible fucked up shit and then they switch the game switches and you know it's so it's a fascinating thing but um the thing the themes that I really was digging in the show like a really great layer is just kind of like the themes of like youth and uh youth and old age. You know, the whole thing is centered around obviously they're playing games that they played when they were children.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's very ironic that these full-grown adults who have who essentially children that grew up after playing these games are beaten down by society and the world. And it's this and it's this world that put them either in debt, their decisions, and they're basically just bad at they're very bad at adulting. Uh to say yeah. that they're bad at adulting. And so they somebody offers them a chance to be a kid again in order to make the money that they were bad at doing when they were adults. You know, like, oh, you had a bad business deal. Remember where things were easier when you were a kid? Why well, don't we'll give you a chance to do that, and you can get the money doing that instead. Yeah. But even even in the games where you pl- where you play kitty games, there's still di- adult consequences to it.
0: Yeah. And, and, well, and it, I think it, it, it's interesting too because it, I think that our society has a tendency to dismiss the problems of children and the elderly as yeah. as not serious, and I think that this show really kind of mocks the idea of that. That like. Yeah. I, I do think that there is some, some, you know, uh, some light metaphor woven in about how you know childhood games are brutal. You know, they mm-hmm. they can be they can feel in the moment the way that these characters are playing them, like life or death, right. like
1: exactly the, childhood exactly.
0: bullies and stuff, like like that that can tear you apart. And just like similarly with the elderly, with the elderly, <laughs> you know, they live their whole lives. Um, and then the society gradually loses respect for them and maybe they spend their time playing checkers or whatever and yeah. they're mocked for that. And it's like yeah. it's not it's no it's no less um, meaningful to you while you're in it as a child or as an older person. Right. Um, but our society doesn't value it, which is, is dumb.
1: I mean, it's funny too that you that you even mentioned that because, again, there they are literal bullies in the show, yeah. Like there, there's even a scene where they're on a playground, and yeah. you can tell who the bullies are and things of that sort. And it's kind of you, like
0: Lord of the Fliesy, and it's very Lord of the Fliesy.
1: It's very Lord of the Fliesy for sure. And yeah. and the thing that like really got me is not only is it you know they're playing kitty games with kitty rules and things of that sort, but again when you go to talking about the uh, dismissal of childhood experiences, right? Like. Oh you're you're playing little kitty games like oh but to kids it's life and death just like the situation is life and death yeah. but then also dismissing the elderly wisdom as well Yeah because you know there's a character who's well into his maybe like 80s or something like that who has lived that life and he's kind of like ho- holding on to it you know with the dementia and everything and you know obviously people discount him like we as an audience discount him and think he's going to die like very very soon because, yeah. you know, he's old and, you know, whether he dies in the first episode and the last one, you should find out if you watch it. But it's just <laughs> it's just very interesting to see him navigate like this world where obviously he's old as shit. Like he probably yeah. doesn't have long anyway. And that's what immediately you think in your mind. So if he dies, it's kind of like whatever. But at the end of the day, he has a lot of wisdom that a, that a lot of people don't. Even when it comes to those kitty games, because he's done those before two times over but even in these life or death situations people dismiss them because yeah. they're well you're old you're weak you don't know what you're talking about you're you're crazy you're loony Well, and and it's,
0: it's, it's 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 I mean I wish that I could say that it's more nuanced than it is but just the fact that when we when the, when these people are put in this you know survival just primal kind of mindset they they re- resort to baseline stuff that we sti- we see still in our society prejudices and stuff
1: yeah. Yeah. um
0: that they're not thinking all the way through like literally it's it's literally just oh well we just need to if if we're making allies it just needs to be other able-bodied men because that's right. the only that's the only asset of value that you could bring to the table and it's like
1: all, all of the women, <laughs> yeah. the elderly,
0: it's just they're just essentially seen as useless because, you know, if it comes down to survival, you know, and this, this is the justification that they're making, even though time and time again, it's proven that that's that's not necessarily the thing that's going to save you, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. It just people, you know, he, humans just go to this by default.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I would. I'm not going to tell you to be careful, but we already know how like some people who follow you can get when you talk about feminism (laughs) and misogyny and there's tons of misogyny in this show that needs to be talked about. Like tons of that, like we've already talked about age and ageism and, you know, just dismissing like childhood and elderly wisdom and things of that sort like of the poor. But there's a lot of misogyny that's going on when it comes to the characters because obviously there's men and women that are in this thing too. And when yep. it comes to these games, there comes the conversation of what if it's a game that requires strength? I don't want a woman on my team. Or, they, or there's even, oh, what about these certain games? Women are good at these type of games. So then that's like the only games that they're required for are the games that they're quote unquote good at. Yeah. And, so, and then we learn quickly in those games that's not always the case like the again not getting into spoilers the tug of war episode is one of my favorite episodes because it weaves in that elderly wisdom along with debunking the whole sexist narrative of yeah, only women can do certain things and so it's it's a lot of layers on top upon layers upon layers and i i just honestly i love the
0: I love yeah. the choosing process. Like, I love, it, it Remind mm-hmm. it is, it's so reminiscent of just yeah. being a woman in the world. Like, literally, the women are forced to basically go out there and do whatever, like, try and convince these men that they deserve a spot just to exist next to them. Yeah. And, for in a lot of cases, men are like, uh "No, well, I mean, not gonna do not, that. Not and sorry, no, not here. I'm sure you've got. I'm sure <laughs> you can find a place, but just not here. Right? And it's you know, and they're again. I I don't know as much as I would like to for this conversation. Um, in terms of like specifically, like how that plays into the the political, socio-political aspect of Korea. But, like, when I talked about Shang-Chi, for example, I was it was brought up multiple times, like, the, the male preference of the society and how that ties into, like, um, Shang-Chi versus uh, Jialing and their relationship mm-hmm. with their father. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that there's, you know, there's more nuance to be talked about there um, about, you know, the the dynamic between men and women, specifically right. in South Korea.
1: Right.
0: Um, but, I mean, it's, it's relevant here, too. <laughs>
1: Very, I mean, it's very relevant here. I think in the show, I think because people, since it's a foreign show, people will notice it a lot more because people never want to really look in the mirror. So I feel like when American, I feel like if the show was uh, an American made series and it had that same thing, people in America wouldn't see it as clearly because, yeah, since it's foreign, they, oh, that happens over there and I see it more clearly now and that's fucked up. But put it here, it's going to be like, oh, that really doesn't happen. Yes, it does. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, it does. So, it, 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 I, by the way, I like when you say political" because I always it always reminds me to look up what that word means and I don't, <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, damn, I have a smart friend. I but, mainly um, use
0: it because that's the word that I used to use to describe the, the comic, one, one of the comics that I was, like, writing and working on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's, it's a socio sociopolitical uh, dystopian sci-fi. And that that was my that was my little like you know
1: god that's tagged so tagline <laughs> god that sounds so smart <laughs>
0: i mean it's, it's, I just it. a, it's just a fancy way of saying that it's it's basically just talking about all the shit that we deal with every day in a in a fancier context
1: i'm gonna I'm a use that now
0: but uh what do you Such- what do you do you think we should start talking about some spoilers maybe get into some spoilers
1: you know i was literally just about to say hey that's the <laughs> end of our spoiler talk uh a, a spoiler free talk of this podcast so yeah if you guys want to listen to flip side b flip yes. side b um uh th- this is us ending our geeks of the week uh wherever you're listening we're about to switch over to patreon so if you're not a patron on patreon and you want to hear the spoiler talk make sure you sign up for patreon and you guys can get the full spoiler talk here but as of right now we're gonna say goodbye to our non-patrons so goodbye everybody you guys have a great one
0: yeah you guys have a good night um thank you so much for listening um sorry for the delay on this new episode but we love you guys and we appreciate you um and yeah that's i just yeah i just i don't know i had to had to get that one out there no very affectionate tonight
1: very affectionate (laughs) and i just i'm extra affectionate because like we're actually in the same time zone for once yes we're actually in the same time zone. I didn't it's mention so that at the nice. top of the show, but it feels great. It feels actually really, really great. I feel bad feel whenever I make you stay when up I live late. In LA. <laughs> yes, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. It's gonna waiting
0: be a while. It's gonna be a while, but I promise it's gonna happen.
1: I'm telling you. I'm t- I'm honestly thinking about moving to New York. To be honest, like, don't tell. What? Far, I'm not thinking about. it. I'm not thinking about it. I'm, I mean, I am thinking about it, but I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not do gonna do it. <laughs> I promise you 1,000% I'm not going to do it. All I'm saying is, is that I love it so much here is that I could see it. It's not going to happen in a million years, but as the great Tommy Wiseau probably said, depending on disaster artists, you mean after that? So maybe, so maybe after a million years, I might consider it. But all right, all right. a million let's years is know. a I, I, let's see if I live past uh, eighty first. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but that's the end of Geeks of the Week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. For every all the other patrons, flip side B
0: and watch Squid Game if you haven't yet. Oh my God, it's so good. Watch
1: it, watch it.